0: What's up, guys? I'm Kelsey Lowe, and you are listening to Joyfully You Podcast, and I'm so excited for this episode right now. Okay, so this episode is for the woman that is worried about finding Mr. Right, and you're like, oh my God, I'm just feeling like mildly anxious. Like, oh my God, when am I going to find him? When's he going to find me? What's all this stuff about law of attraction and manifesting your man? What's Is it bullshit? Is it not? What's up with this? if you feel like you've been dating guys and they've been great it's cool but maybe not or maybe you haven't been dating at all I don't know where you're at but I just want to give you a little insight as to how I look at it because recording this right now it's October 2020 I am 29 feeling fine and single and it's been so exciting for me honestly like I honestly do view it that way because I like going out on dates and I'm like open to meeting different people and so through that process I'm getting more and more of things that I really do like and see in different men and so or if you're into women or whatever else if you're looking for your partner whatever that looks like when you are looking for your partner um Noticing the things that you do like in each person that you date, and so maybe if you've had relationships in the past, I mean, everyone—I'm—I was about to say everyone needs to have. I don't know if that's necessarily the case, but most people do have some type of unpleasant relationship in the past or a relationship that didn't go well or maybe even like a traumatic shitty relationship. I don't know exactly where you're at. I personally did have kind of a traumatic relationship and I just allowed myself to be manipulated because I was so eager to please. I was so eager to like show that I was enough and that, you know, I um, loved him enough and that that was enough and all these things, but it was just... It was a very like mentally, verbally, and then eventually a little bit physically abusive relationship. And it was just really shitty. I like lost myself. I lost who I was. I didn't, that's what it felt like. It felt like I had no idea who I was, what I liked, what I was about. Like, And I had to refine myself. I was given the opportunity to, but there's been a lot of things that I've had to notice of what the role I played in that relationship was. And then also going through a lot of forgiveness practices, like it really is a practice and there's different like meditations and different prayers and things of forgiving yourself and then also forgiving that person and forgiving that person does not require talking to them. You, This is a process of forgiving the memory of what you experienced and forgiving that because that experience still holds an energy. And if you think about it and it, you, it still causes the same emotions inside of your body that it caused when it happened, then that's a sign that it isn't quite healed yet and that there's forgiveness that can happen there and also empowerment. And just remember like empowerment happens from forgiveness, especially forgiveness of self, of just giving yourself that moment of you didn't know then what you know now. It's that simple. And everything that happened then has helped refine what you don't want, which helps refine what you do want, right? When we know what we don't want, we can pivot to what we want instead. And this is a practice of constantly asking ourselves, what do I want instead? What do I want instead? This is a process of shifting from the problem to the desire, from the objective, the excuse, the issue, the area that you need healing in, whatever that thing is. That's almost like this um, uh, a point of thought that that goes into a direction that's in dis- that's disempowering. That's in the direction of disempowering. You ask, "What do I want instead?" and you pivot and you and you go over there. Um, But especially with forgiveness, forgiveness, like I love Oho Pono Pono. It sounds like kind of crazy, but I'll put I'll put a link of one of my favorite Oho Pono Pono meditations that is by a guy named Dr. Matt. Um, He was the one that like introduced it to me. So I always like to share his stuff just because I like him and he really like supported me and Forgiving myself in that past relationship and forgiving him and cutting those ties, cutting that energetic ties. So then I could be able to let him go and let me go. Obviously, this is within the realm of my heart and my mind and like my internal world, right? I don't have any contact with this person. But as you know, and I'm sure you know, like even though we don't speak to a person, the memory of them still lives alive and well especially if it's unhealed and it's not and what I mean by unhealed is like it still is a source of pain when you think about it right it it, just like a wound right if we had a wound if we had a cut on our arm and we continuously agitated it and never let it close because we weren't we didn't know how to clean it up how to patch it up like eventually it would kind of close but like it could get infected like you know the body knows how to heal so the body's always going to like do what it does but there's certain things we can do to support that healing so it's super clean and it's it's like maybe scars less and like all these things even if you feel like you have this massive scar it's okay it's beautiful it changes the body is so like and so then when we think about this as this analogy towards our emotional healing it is infinitely possible to evolve, to change, to be able to be feel like reborn or or taken back to that innocence of your inner child where you are perfect exactly as you are. And that all the different experiences in our life have led us um, to, in, it, all the experiences in life are trying to pull us towards or away from things that are meant for us it's our alignment it's we're able to tap into they uh, in in um Abraham Hicks with like law of attraction manifestation they call it the vortex and like I think the vortex can also be described as getting in the zone right have you ever had it where you're just so tapped in tuned in turned on to what it is that you're doing that you are just in the zone nothing could stop you it's like all you can think about but it's in a great way or things just keep happening you're like wow I just feel so great things keep going gray oh my gosh like these moments like we all know because it's like oh it feels so good but oftentimes we will remember the times that things don't go well because it just stands out more because <laughs> it was like more painful in ways But whenever things, that's us being in the vortex, us being in the zone, and it's being in a mode of appreciation. That's what gets us into the vortex is a mode of appreciation. And when we're appreciating the things around us, then we are calling in more of whatever it is we are appreciating because that's simply where our point of focus is. But if we are looking at the lack of something, you know, we're always looking at um, what it is that we have or what it is that we don't, right? Anything that we want. We want it because we believe we will feel better when we have it. And so a manifestation practice is visualizing how you would feel if you already had that thing that you wanted. And so since this podcast episode is around like relationships and embracing that you are, if you are single and embracing it and all that it is. Ask yourself if I was in the perfect relationship, how would I feel? How would I walk, talk, dress? How would I feel, you know, in social situations? Like all of those things, like visualizing yourself, what is that version of yourself that's in a relationship? And if it kind of freaks you out, like, I don't know about you, but if it kind of freaks you out, like, well, shit, I don't know. Don't think about the technicalities of it or whatever else, or like, well, where would I sleep here? You know, like, don't get all weird and detailed with it. Just think, how would I feel? How would I feel, right? like this level of just like feeling loved, feeling the sense of belonging, feeling secure, feeling like like, you have your person, your person has you, that you feel like you have a soulmate connection, like you know, that you love waking up in the morning next to this person, like get out of the details, get into a dreamland, okay? You know, like, and then we can start to shift it into giving gratitude for it. And so this is a manifestation technique that is kind of like, it's called scripting, where it's, you you take out a pen and a paper, or you can say this out loud, and I think it's really powerful to record it, because it kind of gets you to keep going, even if you're sitting by yourself, or pulling out a pen and a piece of paper, and just starting it with, like, I'm so grateful now that, or I'm so thankful that, or I'm so happy that, and allowing yourself to just take a moment, and this can be a total of five minutes, okay, where You take a moment, you drop your shoulders, and just imagine, like, if I already had that relationship, and you got to know beforehand doing this, that you're worthy of all of it, right? You're worthy of all of it. If you already had that dream relationship, and you don't know who this person is yet, but you know that that person is so perfect for you, and it's everything in the universe has been conspiring for you two to cross paths, and now that you guys are together, how would you feel? How would you feel being in that relationship, you know? And then taking a pen to paper and writing, I'm so grateful now that I'm in this relationship. I'm so grateful now that I've found my soulmate. I'm so grateful now that I feel confident and happy and secure. I'm so grateful now that I wake up next to the person I love. I'm so grateful that I have someone I can express myself to that sees me. I'm so grateful that I'm with someone who is interesting that also expresses themselves. I'm so grateful now that I feel like I'm with my person. I'm so grateful. To feel loved and seen. I'm so grateful. Um, to feel this new sense of confidence and sense of purpose. I'm so grateful for this new role in my life of being able to be myself and be with a partner. I'm so grateful to experience more love. I'm so grateful to experience more intimacy. I'm so grateful now that I have deeper connections. I'm so grateful now that my relationships are on fire. And the moment it starts to feel forced, you stop and you close your journal. You stop the recording and then you carry on with whatever you're doing. You allow yourself to drop into that moment of appreciation and dreaming before any resistance comes up. And this is why it's really powerful to do it with journaling because there's actually an act that your body is doing and your mind is doing. And then there's also, you know, we're like tapping into the heart a little bit here. And so you're less likely to stop and let other things interfere it when you're doing a continuous mind dump. And so use this as a journaling technique. Use this for five minutes, just visualizing some, and this could be around relationships or this could be around anything that you want, but that's like the kind of the pre, the step before step one is really putting your hand over your heart. And just imagining your inner child and just like soaking into the worthiness and the deserving and everything that, that it is you, like and allow and knowing that you are enough, like that's like the basis of it, knowing that you are enough and that you are worthy of everything the world has to offer and that you are loved and that you are infinitely supported and that you are created uniquely, like that you are, I know it sounds cheesy, but I'm serious. Like you guys, we got to remember this. We got to tap back into that, that essence of like, I am a human human being having a, I am a spiritual being having a human experience. And I am here to learn and I am here to grow and I'm here to love and I'm here to enjoy. And I am worthy of everything that comes my way. And when things are really hard and things are really shitty, I remember that this is the part of me having a human experience. I'm here to experience the full spectrum of emotions. And every time I get things that I don't want. It is reminding me and guiding me towards the things that I do want when I decide to be in charge of the direction of my thoughts, right? There's still a little work behind it. We got to put in work of directing where we want our thoughts to go, okay? So now I want to share with you what I do like for um, dating. Whenever I'm meeting people, wherever I'm going out on dates or if I like if I've used, I've used the dating apps before where I'll meet up with people and like, yeah, let's go to a coffee shop, whatever else. But what I've noticed is if you set an intention to date, then you naturally just meet people and you, okay. Okay. I guess it's hard to say you naturally meet people because I've kind of been in an area where there's a lot of people from different places and there's travelers and stuff like that. But I really believe like, even if you were in a hometown similar to where I grew up in Visalia, California, Set the intention that you are open to date, that you are open for new relationships, that you are open to new connections. Maybe it's not romantic. Maybe it's platonic. Maybe it's a new friend that, you know, but that you are open to these connections, that you are open to new relationships and that you would like to call them in. Setting the intention for that. And then, of course, there are things you can do about it, right? There's all these different dating apps and putting yourself out there and, like, actually setting a time and date to meet up and to go through that awkwardness of, hi, what's your name? Where are you from? You know, these things of, like, well, I guess maybe you'd do that on the dating app ahead of time. But putting yourself out there. And this is the thing. This is the caveat, okay? Dating, and think of it like this is, like, almost a modge podge, like, patchwork of each time you meet someone that maybe you don't like something about them, but there's something about them that you really do like. You're like, oh my gosh, I love everything. I love this one thing about him so much. I wish that this person had this and I wish this person had this. Like, you know how we do that? Like, oh, I'm holding this. It, it's, <laughs> it, let's use all of that. Okay. We're going to use all of that. So what I mean by that is each time you see something that you like in a person, Take it as evidence that the universe is guiding you more towards what you want, okay? Like writing it down, be like, I'm so grateful now that I have a man, that, and then write whatever it is that you like about that person. Maybe you're pulling things that you like from a lot of different people, but writing it out in a continuous thing, like in present tense, as if it's about the same person. Because that's kind of like how we can... um, manifest our dream partner is by knowing exactly what it is that we like and what we don't so we can easily say yes and easily say no because that like that desire is refined you know um and so instead of taking it like, cause we could take it as two ways. If you go on a date with someone or maybe you, you were dating someone and that relationship failed, you can look at it two ways. You could be like, oh my gosh, there's evidence and proof that I totally suck and I'm unlovable and no one wants to date me or like, or maybe it's the opposite. Maybe it's all the guys suck. There's no good guys in my town. Da, 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 da Right. So we can look at it that way as, okay, evidence that I'm dimmed to be single forever. Or we could take it as evidence as, okay, cool. I'm getting closer to finding my man because he's not it. So what is it that I want instead? What about him do I like? Because that I'm going to throw into my field. Like imagine it being like you have this energetic like field because you do. And it's like, hey, I'm going to put that into my field of what's um, coming to me, what I want to manifest in my, my personal timeline of life, you know, Mm -hmm. and the way that we manifest things is by being in the vibration of it. And so oftentimes the things that we, if we have these goals and we want, they feel like hard, they feel outside of ourselves. They feel like beyond what we've done before. It's because it is, it's because it requires us to become a different version of ourselves in order to be a vibrational match with that thing that we want. You know what, you know get what I'm saying? Like so it's like being on a radio station. We can't listen to the songs on 98.9 when we're tuned into 97.1. And so think of it like that. If you if you're trying to get something but you're tuned in way over here, you're not in the mode of appreciation. You're looking at all the things that you don't have and dwelling in it instead of doing the work to ask yourself, "What do I want instead?" Well, then you're gonna get more of those things that you don't want until you start to shift your focus because that's how you start to become in alignment, become a vibrational match to those things that you want of being that and that, and think about, and now we get to bring in. So now that we're talking about this vibrational match part, remember how we were talking about imagining how you would feel and tapping into what that emotion would be if you already had that relationship, that is how you become a vibrational match. So you carry yourself throughout these different areas of your life throughout the full spectrum of your life carrying yourself with that confidence as if you already had that relationship as if you already were happy as ever right because you want to bring these things into the relationship you don't want a relationship to be the thing that causes it obviously relationships are like electrifying right like it gives us so much energy and it's so exciting and it's like oh my god and it's like that weird intimacy vulnerability of like but do they like me do they not oh my gosh you know Obviously that's all so fun and it's energizing, but we want to be this, the the whole point of everything with joyfully you and my podcast or, and my, my business around self-love is being the source of our own happiness, being the source of our joy and being able to activate that by knowing what activates it, right? It, it's the simple things. It's oftentimes the things in our inner child that, that brings us joy and what that looks like in our adult life. And then whenever we have the urges and the, the desire and the ideas to do something or experience something, honoring them by going after it and taking action. Um, and so, yes, there's action involved always. There's always going to be action involved, but the action combined with becoming a vibrational match and doing the inner work. So the actions like the outer work, the meditation, the vibrational match, the imagining being that confident version as if you already had everything you wanted, like getting into the vortex, getting into the mode of appreciation. That's the internal work. So we have external work and we have internal work. And so we get to do that. And then we get to trust. And we get to take everything we see as evidence that everything is working out for us we get to say, oh my gosh, look at that. Another reason to be grateful. Another reason to be happy. And if you ever find yourself, you're like, oh my God, I feel like I'm in such a dark place. Or I feel like everything, like... You're like, I do not want to date. I do not want to be seen. This is when you need to date yourself, okay? This is when you need to put some makeup on, get your hair done, put on an outfit that you really like and go to the coffee shop and bring a journal, okay? Go on a date with yourself and like get out of the house. If you've been in the house too long, you haven't been feeling well, okay? I know that there's, if you've been working from home, like we need to change up our environment because it's the same thing with the internal external world. If we change our external world, we start to feel differently internally. Right. Um, that's also too like with cleaning up, if, if there's clutter everywhere, if we feel like we have so much stuff and things are just chaotic, then we're going to feel cluttered and chaotic in our internal world as well. It's just how it goes. Like, and it's like constantly a mirroring, mirroring thing happening. That's why it's powerful. Like having, um, but like uh, the external world structured and organized to, and, and whatever that looks like for you, like cause structured and organized for me looks very different than it does for other people. It helps create a sense of peace internally. But then if we're also doing the internal work of meditation, calming our body, calming our mind, uh, exercise, right? I mean, I think meditation and exercise both are important, but for me, meditation is even more crucial than the exercise. Like I can get movement around walking and stuff like that. Um, but the meditation helps calm the thoughts so they aren't manifesting dis-ease or discomfort in the body and they aren't sabotaging us because our ego, when we start to do new things or we start to date, or we start to meet someone we really like, our ego could try and sabotage us to try and protect us. So it can sabotage us from a really great guy if we're worried that we can one day be rejected so we must reject out of fear of rejection like it's all this behind the scenes subconscious things happening like if you've ever felt like why did i sabotage that great thing there's some part of your ego that felt like it would be safer to not be with that person because of you know whatever reason that might be fear of rejection fear of intimacy fear of change so many different things. And so th- that's why it's like love requires some bravery and dating requires some bravery of putting yourself out there. And I like to just think of it like this, being in the mode of connection. You want to know when I date? I date whenever I'm in a sales Cycle with my business. So whenever I have a launch where I have a program, like for instance, I'm going to be launching Glow Self Love Mastermind again um, to start January 2021. And so like it's a lot of energy because I'm I'm it, there's just a lot behind the scenes of 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 creating this this course, but also inviting people in and creating it to be really fun and valuable and like impactful for people's lives. And so. I'm in connection mode with my business, so I'm talking to people on the phone. You know, I'm doing enrollment calls. I'm finding out who this program is for. I'm like, all right, universe, show me who are the women that are gonna be a part of this mastermind, right? I like to, um, I wanna make sure I know who's gonna be joining and like finding out who's gonna say yes, who's taking the leap, who's not and going after their goals. And so if I'm gonna be in connection mode in my business, I need to be in connection mode in all areas of my life. And so I looked at, I was like, well, where in my life have I not been in connection mode? And so the last launch I did was like, I do like two a year and I realized, oh, I haven't been dating. I haven't been putting myself out there at all online or trying to like, if I'm putting myself out there, it's for my business. It's for you. It's for that woman that like, I am like, I want to work with and serve and help and empower and see her like become like the boss ass bitch of her life, you know? but also with like a lot of grace and elegance, you know? Like I, th- that's, that's the type of putting myself out there I normally do online. And so how we do one thing is how we do everything. So I date whenever I'm, I'm wanting to be in connection also in my business, you know? And so it's kind of fun because it, it it puts us into that mode of connection where we are open, where we are receptive, where we are allowing the spontaneity of life to kind of carry us But by having structure around it, right? It's like having a cup and filling it with liquid. We don't want any holes in the cup. So an example of that would be setting a date with someone and having it be at a specific place at a specific time. You know, going to a coffee shop, going to get dinner, going to get a drink, whatever that looks like. There's a specific date and time. So that's the container that holds it. But then everything that happens in between is like the water. It's the liquid in the cup. It's the it's fluid. It can move. You know. And so set up those containers, like whether that be for dating or whether that be for um, your business or whether that be for your job or whether that be for your family and your personal relationships, right? When was the last time you called your grandma? Okay. (laughs) Call your ma. (laughs) And so if you haven't been calling your family, start calling your family, start calling your friends, get into the mode of connection and it makes it easier to date. And then you get to trust that everything is happening in perfect timing, okay? You are not behind. You did not miss anything. You did not fuck anything up. Everything is happening exactly as it's supposed to and you get to trust the process and you get to focus on creating the most peaceful internal world for yourself by making yourself proud, okay? Okay? You get to stop, stop beating yourself up and remember that even when you take the smallest step and you follow through with it, your confidence goes up. So sometimes the journaling or the work or the meditation, the stuff, maybe it doesn't make you feel good that day, but it'll make you feel good the next day. And you will feel better and you'll feel better and better and better and better and better. Keep finding things to appreciate. Keep finding things to give gratitude for. And keep allowing, keep allowing, allowing, allowing. Allowance, like think about, um, um, things coming into your life and things happening. Are you meeting someone like be, be the one that says hi first. I feel like that's like with heterosexual relationships with men and women. Like, I think it's really important for women to say hi first because guys don't want to be seen as that creepy person, you know? And so even just saying hi or a little wave gives a guy, if you're wanting to talk to him, of course, um, an invitation, an initiation to be able to come and talk to you. Okay. And so set the intention That you are open for it and see what happens, okay? Let those worries go. Worry is such a black hole energy, suck, okay? Worry stems from trying to control, and there's nothing you need to control. You just need to show up and keep saying yes to life. Show up, keep saying yes, and get into the mode of connection. And get into the mode of appreciation. Everything is happening in divine timing, okay? A mantra for you to use and to write, I am loved and infinitely supported. I trust the timing of my life. For the people in the back, I am loved. I am infinitely supported and I trust the timing of my life. Thank you. 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 All right, guys, I hope you love this episode of Joyful You Podcast. If you have a friend that is single, that's always worried about why she isn't married yet or why she doesn't have a man yet or blah, 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 do her a favor and send this to her, okay? And if you love this episode, take a screenshot, post it to your Instagram stories and tag me at Kelsey Low Show. I would love to talk to you and see you on there. It's always a party on the gram. And... Um, Yeah. So thanks for tuning in to Joyfully You Podcast. I am your host, Kelsey Lowe, and I will see you next time.